make the strings louder. Hey nerds, this is The Nerd, and we are here for our first We Are Nerds podcast, and we have a couple of guests from the community today joining us. Uh, it'll be Cinna- uh, Cinnamon, Duff Fox, Honey Dick, Hello. and Uber Blue Cat, and they, of course, they have real names, and they can introduce themselves. I'm going to let uh, Cinna go ahead and introduce yourself and uh, how you became a nerd, or you found We Are Nerds. Hello, I'm Cinnamon the Fox. I was just scrolling through Facebook one day and I found the We Are Nerds page and then I was eventually invited to the big We Are Nerds group. Oh, okay. That's awesome. I know a lot of people have found it like different ways, either being invited to the group first or finding the page first. Um, how about you, Honey Dick? Um, it's me, Honey Dick, Don. Um, I've pretty much been with the group since day one i think when you created it i got a invite like as you were doing it so i've been there and that's how i found it yeah i, I think actually i think you're 100 percent correct i think you were the day one um and last but not least is gonna be uber blue cat i'm uber blue cat or jordan um honey dick actually introduced me to the group like he was talking about it one day and I thought it was pretty cool, so I got, like, Facebook and everything, and just joined the group, and I'm here now. Oh, that's awesome. Now, and uh, Uber Blue Cat is actually oh, one of our uh, youngest members. Uh, Uber, are you 16 or 15? I'm going to be 15 on February 1st. Going to be 15. So, uh, we actually have a, a wide a wide range of nerds here, actually. I, myself, I, I just turned 30. <laughs> Uh, I know, Senna, you're also on the younger side. I am turning 20 this year. Yep. And uh, Honey honey is uh, the the veteran. I don't know if you want to say exactly your age. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm the ancient one. I'm 39. <laughs> yeah. So, but I, yeah. I, I think actually for this first podcast, it's a, it's a really, it's a really good um uh, representation of nerds from you know younger generation to the older generations. You know, I I myself I rep more of being like the '90s nerd uh, or the '90s person in general. So it's nice to have like you know different different types of people. Also, uh, another another interesting fact is uh, Simon DeFox is is a big furry, right, Cinna? He actually he actually runs the We Are Furry Nerds uh, page. I'm actually looking at it right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I think we have a we have a lot of interesting uh, types of nerds here. Also, uh, Honey Dick he runs uh, um, we are auto nerds. Uh, he he does uh, that part, right, Honey? Yeah, man. That and yeah, that's it. Uh, we are auto nerds. Check it out. Yeah. I think I think actually that actually would bring me into the first thing I wanted to talk about. Our subject our subjects today are going to be. Uh, what is a nerd and why does it matter? And I think a lot of people actually just from listening to us just say those introductions, they're like, how, you know, the thing about a furry is a furry actually a nerd? And how is auto, how is that like being nerdy? Isn't that like something that's tend, you know, people tend to think as masculine anyway, or like more jockish? I mean, how is that considered a nerd? 
Um, and before I ask this you know, specifically to each of you, I would, I would go ahead and tell you what my definition of a nerd is. My definition of a nerd, and from starting We Are Nerds, I always wanted to start it with a podcast, actually, believe it or not, even though it's, it, it, it virtually is the last thing I'm doing with it. Um, but it started with the page where I just wanted to do a lot of nerdy memes and everything because I just told myself how to do something. But a nerd, to me, has always been someone that's passionate about a subject, and they're they're unapologetic about it. Meaning, you love something, you love not you don't just love it, you love the everything behind it. You want to learn about it, you want you want other people to love it, you want to teach it, you know, and you don't care what other people think. You're unapologetic to almost a fault. And that's just something that you find totally engrossing. And so that's why I think that you can be a furry nerd, that you can be an auto nerd, you can be an anime nerd, or whatever nerdums that you fall under. So, I, I, you know, a lot of people, a lot of people, I think the stereotypical nerd has changed. Yes, absolutely. I think it's evolved. Yeah. yeah. I agree with that 100%. Evolved is a good word, I think. Senna? I have no words. That was, yeah. That... That's a good. That's a good definition. What, what you said, I say that too. <laughs> yeah, and I, I think it is. I mean, I mean, if you really think about like the genesis of what uh, like a nerd was, I mean, it, it started off as a as a slur. You know, it it was really you never called a nerd and you know in a good way. There was not ha, nerd. Yeah, I mean, you think of the stereotypical like what sixties and seventy movies? Oh, there's the nerds and the jocks, and you know, you and they're always pictured with those glasses and like you know, pi- uh, pocket protectors. Yeah, and suspenders, which is funny that you know, I, I believe even that uh, you know that trope actually has been stolen and used as you know fodder mm-hmm. to to actually make it even cooler. Like I think it even shows like the Big Bang Theory have despite what people may or may not like about that show it definitely has it's brought nerdum nerd any all many nerdums into the spotlight and how they're cool now like people playing magic the gathering or chess like haiku or nakamura uh on um on twitch and just killing it and on like uh you know youtube i mean it's just crazy of what you can do now and people support you and you can gain you know not just fame and notoriety but you know like genuine support for right i just i mean i i think i think just in my time like i know i know senna and uh uber i know y'all are younger how do how do y'all feel about that uh uber like do you do you find it in your age group that being a nerd's fine yeah like we're slowly i think my age group we're like kind of getting used to it like at this point we're we're getting to the point where we accept everyone there's like you know those few kids that don't but i mean nerd at this point is kind of like a compliment yeah to us at some points like i feel like nerd when you call someone a nerd you're pretty much saying wow you're good at that oh and, like, yeah you, you know you're good in the subject like they they mean it in a bad way but they're actually complimenting you which <clears throat> that's just how i take it yeah, no, that makes that makes complete yeah, complete sense. Sometimes when people say something as a slur, you're like, "Oh, thank you." Like a lot of people, when people say, "Oh, you're kind of brash" or something, it's like, "Well, thanks. I have the balls to say what's on my mind." You know, and the same right, thing, yeah, same exactly. thing like with a, like a nerd. Yeah. Hey, you nerd! I was like, "Oh yeah, actually, I do take pride in what I do and what I love." Thank you for that. You know, yeah, and, yeah. 
and I think one good thing though to think about Uber, uh, it, and this is just my thought. Like I said, I'm, I'm about ten or twelve years removed from high school now, I guess, but I know in that in your age group, there's always going to be people who are you know bullying or picking down on is always going to be present no matter what. In high school, it's just a lot more. Uh, it, it's a lot more uh, flagrant. When you become an adult, people, they disguise it as passive aggressive or, you know, professionalism, you know. I think just at that age, people just aren't good uh, at hiding as much as you do when you get older. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think, like, um, it, when it started out, basically, it was, it was kind of like an obsession for academics. It was somebody who was really, really driven, you know, to be smart or something like that. That's just what they're you know, obsessed about was, was school when it's changed to from, you know, just being about academics to what you're obsessed about in anything, you know, you can be a gamer nerd or an auto nerd. So it's not, it's, it used to, you know, you know, those people were pretty much antisocial because they were so into school, you know, and now it's, it's almost like that too with, with other nerds. Like you can be, antisocial you're not hanging out you know with a lot of people because you're just in this little niche and yeah. with other people who are in the same thing it's not a negative thing I, I, the terms evolved something that's negative to just to me somebody that's really into something whether it be you know cars or games or books or something like that you can be a nerd you know with anything i think now you know back in the day it was just all about school but yeah, and actually, I and I actually, that, I think that's an interesting, interesting subject. Uh, you're talking about like how it evolved, you know, being just like academic, and I think there's still this view that nerds are smarter than the general population. I mean, I, I don't know if that's. Well, I, th- I think regarding what they're nerds about, because they're so into it, you know, like a Star Wars nerd is going to tell you mm-hmm. exactly what Leia was wearing on Hawk. You know, but somebody <laughs> yeah. who's just casually into Star Wars isn't going to know that. Right. So, like, they're still, you know, smarter or, or they just know more, you know, trivial information about what they're nerdy about. Exactly. And actually, that's the word I was just thinking about was trivia and trivial. The trivial facts yeah. that yeah. you trivial, know. Trivial knowledge. And I, think, and I think I think you're right. I think nerds are perceived as smarter because most of the times, you know, and I speak, you know, for myself and others when I say this, that usually I think a lot of nerds aren't as outgoing as other people sometimes, except for when it comes to things they're comfortable with. They're comfortable talking about right. Star Wars or they're comfortable talking about magic the gathering or cars or whatever it is you know and when you get them right. when you get them into that conversation then you're like holy crap these people are yeah. super intelligent but then you ask them about like for, uh, i'll use myself as an example you ask me anything about music or a band or like anything like that and i am clueless <laughs> they're, they're right. like they're like, like a band or is gonna know that exactly yeah. and it's, and it's they look at me band, like yeah. i can't believe you never heard of uh, a B C X Y Z. I'm like, listen. I just I was never super into it, you know. And I think I think that's right. a I think that's an interesting fact though. But I actually think that not only describes a nerd. I think that it describes people in general. I think people are just afraid a lot of times to uh, be honest about what they what they do and don't know. Right. Yeah. It's kind of like when somebody's like, "You ever heard that song?" 
like you almost feel salty because you haven't heard it you know like mm -hmm. but i think and i think that's all about trying to fit in socially with with a group or something like that it's like you know you've never tried chocolate ice cream like it's so weird that you haven't done it when other people have done it so i don't yeah i don't know it's actually it's actually just like last night with nerds himself not knowing what five nights at freddy's was yeah <laughs> yeah, and, yeah, you know, that's a, that's a good example. That. And what is that, by the way? I, I I still never got the center. I never got the what that was a game. Yeah, it's an entire series of games. They've been pretty big over the past few years. Oh, okay. Yeah, like yeah, like I said, but I, I think I think that's another thing that comes with age, though. I think as you get older, you become um, not as caring what people think about you. You know, you, you, you absolutely, you know, absolutely. Who you are. That's what, yeah. And I, I think the younger you are, the, the more you care about what other people think, the older you get, the less you care. Cause it really doesn't matter what other people think. It doesn't change who you are or anything like that. What someone else thinks of you, it, it just does not matter. Mm -hmm. It's like me. I just don't give a shit. I haven't seen Harry Potter, like a single one. And people <laughs> are like, what? I'm just like, yeah. yeah, I just haven't seen it. You know, like not a big deal. Like, I think you're younger, like, a younger me might not even admit that. It's yeah. Like, oh, yeah, this, it was pretty good. I like the first one, you know, or something. Yeah, or, like a, or, 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 now, or yeah. nowadays you just Google it and you go, like, oh, yeah, I know all about it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, exactly. I've, I've literally had conversations with people and they, like, are playing on their phone, acting like they're not talking, but they're literally looking up the shit that we're talking about. <laughs> right, right, and and I, and I sit there, you know, and, and not to make fun of anyone in particular, you know, but like if you're having a conversation or you're a debate or whatever, if you don't know something, just say I, I don't know, or you know, ask a question. No and I think, yeah, I, I think that's a big thing, you know. Um, actually, you brought up you brought up a really a really cool idea right before we started recording um, about this crab mentality, how people bring others down. And I and I will right. and I would like to put forward that I actually think nerds are the worst at it. We, I say we. I, I don't think personally. I because I'm conscious of it. I try not to do it. But I think there's no. a, there's a lot of people, especially being nerds. I think a lot of nerds were uh, identified as gifted or smarter, or people look to them to be the smart person in the class or where whatever mm -hmm. environment they're in. So they have this image of themselves as being the smart one or the good one or, you know, whatever it is. And they and right. if they see someone else who seems like they know more, especially a subject that they think they're the king nerd in, they feel a little offended by it. And they have to bring them down a notch, you know. And I think that's, what, I think that's actually yeah. a lot where trolling came from. I think trolling came from nerds who had no other time on their hand other than pulling people down to their level, like that crab mentality, like you were talking about. Yeah, crab mm -hmm. in a bucket. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah and, and I don't know. Here, um, just on Discord, I'm in a furry I, server, and I'm, in, I'm one of the mods there. And every single day, we get people coming in trying to just bring everybody down. The people that coming in saying. You know, you guys are terrible, and y'all should die. Really? Yeah. See, I don't think that's nerds like picking on somebody to make themselves feel superior. That's just trolls. Like, I yeah. like, I don't know. I, it's like, oh hey, we don't like what you like, so we're going to come and bully the living hell out of you for that. <laughs> yeah. Right. 
Yeah, that's just bullying. That's like trolling. No, like I there's like a rivalry thing and I think that's more like friendly fun, like Star Wars and Star Trek. Yeah. Star Wars fans are shit all over Star Trek. <laughs> and and that's just that's that's like a friendly rival you know, rivalry. What if you're like sports or something like you don't hate Star Trek, but you like Star Wars so much that you're just gonna, you know, shit on Star Trek fans. I like them both, but yeah, like, oh, I, I still, I still will mess with a Star Trek fan just because I like Star Wars just a little bit more, you know. But yeah, I mean, that's that's a friendly rivalry thing. Like, if somebody gets offended by it, I would cut it out and just be like, hey, I was just joking, having some fun. But, yeah, and I think yeah, that reminds like, me a lot of, like the family dynamic too. Like, you know, like, uh, hey, right. you might be a different type of nerd, but we're all in this nerd family. So it's kind of like in a real family. Right. Hey, I can pick on my sister and brother, right. but this motherfucker from out here, you can't come in my family talking to any of them, <laughs> you know? Right. And yeah. I, and I think that's what and it really, is. I think, that, and that, I think it brings, you know, like people in their nerdums even closer together because we have a common enemy. Like, we both like Star Wars, that guy likes Star Trek. You know, so mm-hmm. we're going to both shit on them together, like, just, you know, all, all in fun, but that would bring us closer together, you know, like, just say me and some Star Trek fan, you know, some Trekkie are just, you know, just hashing it out, and another Star Wars fan comes along. And there's a similar thing in music, too. Like, he's a brother right off the bat, just because we're in the same thing, like, it's kind of cool, I think. Like, yeah, there's a family dynamic there that kind of almost automatically make you part of the same group if you're into the same thing yeah it's kind of cool and and i think and i think that's kind of what uh i kind the kind of the idea i struck upon or kind of thought about but couldn't put into words when i was like hey we have we are nerds but i think other people would like more you know focused groups where like kind of like kind of like small groups i don't know if people had that or if y'all went to church or whatever but we always had like small groups in church where you had like three or four people that you like you studied with and everything and you felt more inclusive but and it's funny right. in psychology you know and like i said i'm not an expert in psychology by any means but you do learn about like you know people the clan mentality like you know one one of the greatest things about human interaction is actually acceptance but the only thing that's better right. than acceptance is excluding people being, you know, that's why I, even when you're younger and you make like a, a boys only, you know, clubhouse or, you know, you get to choose your best friends and th- those are your best friends. And I think it's something innately in us that we just like to keep our, our clique or our community tight and as small as possible. And the it makes us feel good to exclude people. And, you know, I don't know if it's evolutionary or what it is modern culture but i think it's just it's been it's been amplified now that you can literally do it in every aspect of your life you can do it on google you can do it on twitter you can do it on facebook you can do it on you know who you listen to on youtube i mean hell uh, facebook and youtube they do it for you now they're like hey we know you're not gonna like this or we don't think you should so we're not gonna show it to you but one one thing i would like to uh touch on is Senna. you said music uh music nerds now uh admittedly already i'm not a big music fan but i one thing i did notice with uh coming out of high school uh is that even the the people who seem the the largest group of people i should say that seem to stay connected were the band nerds uh people who were in band together like you know it wasn't just like you know you're tight-knit like four or five core people but it seems like those, at least in my case, those band members, you know, all hundred of them, 
even to this day, if they see each other, they don't try to pretend they don't see each other, you know, like a lot of people do. I mean, I can't really say much. I was in band, but our band wasn't big enough to be like a hundred members, so we weren't anything special. It was a, I mean, the last year I was in school, it was not even ten people, and the year before that, we only had eight. Oh wow! I think you, so. You would have I mean, small school. I only, yeah. I, I still talk to some of them. Others, we were just, you know, bandmates. We weren't really friends. We were just bandmates. That's it. Yeah. Gotcha. Uber, I think, like... Uber is in the band, right? I was in marching band for a little while, but I didn't play an instrument. I actually did color guard for a while, um, but I noticed there's something between the bands. Like, the color guard, they even have rivalries. Like, for some reason, we just hated the brass section. We <laughs> don't know why. But, <laughs> they, like, we noticed, like, the sections, like, when you do marching band, they have sections off, like, percussionists and all that stuff. So, like, the, um, I forgot what his name was, but the conductor, whatever. Yeah. yeah. But he'd like you know compliment the percussionist and then like another section would like want to you know do as good as them so like it's kind of like when someone gets complimented they want to do as well so then everybody just starts excelling wanting to be better than the other section oh yeah which like kind of banded them together i guess which oh, yeah. helped a lot in my opinion definitely and i, I think yeah. I think I think competition does that uh, to the right to the person in the right mindset. I think competition or someone to beat actually brings out the best in somebody, and I think that's actually Absolutely. I think that's what the best case scenario. Uh, the worst case scenario is actually back to our original point that in, if you can't beat them, might as well try to pull them down to your level, and that brings us back to the right. crab mentality. And you, I don't know if anyone's ever heard of the the the, the experiment they did with the the monkeys. Where uh, they took like they took uh, several monkeys and they put them in a pen and they put a ladder and then they put uh, bananas on top of the ladder and every time every time a mm-hmm. monkey went up there and they stole and they got a banana they would let them eat the banana but they literally they would spray all the other monkeys with cold water right so eventually they learned if anyone goes up that ladder they all get sprayed with water and they don't like that so anytime someone tried to it, any of the monkeys try to climb up the ladder they would literally pull them down and not let them and they would hurt them saying hey you can't go up there otherwise we all get hurt right now the experiment right. gets interesting because what they would slowly do is they would slowly take one monkey out put a new monkey in what would happen the new monkey would try to go up the ladder for the bananas and the other ones would pull him down and beat him until he learned if i try to go up that ladder <laughs> i get beat down well eventually what they did yeah. is they slowly replaced one by one every monkey in there with a new monkey and they all stopped these monkeys from going up the ladder and they had no idea why because none of them were ever sprayed uh, sprayed with water all they know is that they were they were kept from going up there by the rest of the monkeys yeah and you know a lot of people use this a lot of people use this analogy you know like for whatever but i think it applies uh pretty well to uh competition or uh you know nerds in general like it used to be you know you first place you get a trophy and you try to you try to get there and now it's like hey everybody gets a trophy or you bring everyone to the same level so everyone feels like hey we're equal 
and I think nerds in general, now of course this is me tooting our own horn, but I think nerds in general, we like competition. We like to argue. We like the debate. We we don't want to just hey participate you know like a participation trophy. We want to prove that you're wrong because you you you're a dumb trekkie and Star Wars is the best. So go home. You know we don't we don't want to we don't care uh, about hurting feelings or you know we're we're gonna take it to the mat when it comes to arguing. Right. I you know what I love debating and I you know it's so like it's nice when you know your shit and the other person you know is is wrong. And, you know, you just, everybody's like, yeah, you know, you're right. But I swear I like even more being wrong oh, yeah. and learning something. I, I, Oh, my God. It's like like playing chess. Like, it's cool to win, but I love it if I'm playing somebody who just stomps me. Because then it's like it humbles you, for one. And then another, like, you learn something. You grow when you compete against something that's stronger than you. If you're, if you're exactly. always, you know, the top dog then you're just going to stay there in that spot. Yeah. But if you, if you don't come across somebody stronger, smarter or whatever, more than you, you grow through comp like competing with that. Like, I, I don't know. I love that. That's, uh, that's, I love that. Yeah, no, I totally agree. And I, I actually, it took me, it, it took me a while to get the realize that my uh, personally, but like I, it took me a while to realize the best for me, what made me work harder and do better was always competition like in high school uh a chess club you know i started the chess club and mm-hmm. I, found, I found this one person i just hated and this one school i hated and they were state champions and went to nationals and all this so of course i had to beat them and we did but it was, it was awesome and i always felt like and even personally like even like after academically like in work i was just better like when i was a when i was a uh, line cook you know i always wanted to be the best line cook i wanted to be the one calling the mm. shots and everything but i was able to learn i was a good follow i was i was a good little soldier when it needed to be but only because i knew i'm gonna learn the basics to be better than everybody else and i always found my worst parts or the part uh, parts of my life where i uh, maybe i wasn't the best mindset or whatever always came from mm-hmm. when i wasn't doing anything or didn't have a goal or something to go up against, and I think that I think that relates to a lot of nerds. Actually, I think it, it, mm-hmm. like, I have I have no no facts, no studies, or whatever to back this up. But I I think for a large majority of the population, uh, a lot of people, a lot of nerds have um, a, a mental issue. I don't, I don't know any better way to say this, but we have mental issues with uh, not you know if we don't succeed because we're so used to being successful. Or we don't know what to do. If the if the thing if the thing isn't clear for us to do, we get lost, and we're like we're so used to being de- you know like people dote on us like oh you know uh, you know nerd's always been smart he's always been good and you you get used to winning you get used to being the best or whatever and sometimes people look at that and they don't realize how much hard work goes into it. But then when you're not, mm-hmm. when, when you're no longer special and you're just part of the herd and we don't, we no longer stick out, I think that's when people feel depressed. And I think a lot of people who were identified as gifted and as nerds and, you know, are, are I think a lot of people, even in the group that I see and talk to and comment with, they find, once they find a place, they feel so much better and relaxed and at home. Yeah, yeah, and that's kind of like what I, we, we are nerds. I kind of always wanted that to be a place for everybody. For the you know, that's one of the main reasons. And that brings us to the next question. Like, I think we hit on like what we think nerds are, 
But why does it matter? I think we already started hitting on that. Like, I think why does it matter what a nerd is and defining it is because I think defining what you are in itself gives you a purpose and gives you scope and gives you uh, gives you direction. And I think yeah, I think even absolutely. defining us as nerds and knowing what we think a nerd is just helps us uh, create an identity that we're happy with. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how else to say that, but I, I've been very happy with, um, I mean, well, well, let me rephrase that. I've been happy with the progress we've made uh, as a group and as a community. And I've and from the get-go, I've always wanted to be this a community. It's really hard, though. Um, and like I said, and from uh, from my point, I can say it's very hard. You know, I always want to help like promote people like Honey, Honey Dick has his gaming thing. I always want to help uh, promote his everything that he does, but there's a lot of people out there. Even even I know, and I hope that are listening, and when they hear this podcast, that are in our groups that have like twitches or they have, they're writing a book or whatever, but they they never bring it up. They never say, "Hey, can we you know can we advertise? Can we do this? Can we do that?" The only people we get that actually try to advertise ninety percent of the time, other than yourself and maybe one other person in the group, they come in. They just want to spam. Hey, go watch this. Hey, go watch this. Go do this. And they don't want to be part of the community. They just see our group right. as as another place to drop their link. Right. Exactly. They're not active in the community. There's a difference. Like I promote myself, but I'm really active. You know, do the mod thing, exactly. whatever, just post and all that stuff. But there's a difference between that. You know, being a member of the community. You know, just being active and then just joining a group, spamming your, you know, just plugging whatever you're trying to plug. Like that's like you're you're not contributing. You're not you're taking more than you're giving. You're not giving the community. Your mic's going out a little bit. Yeah, you hear me? Oh, much better. Yep, back to normal. Okay. Hey, you know what? It, It does that sometimes when we're playing Among Us. Like it'll like your guys' voice just goes to nothing, and then I just leave the call. Jump back in and boom, it's right back. So yeah, Discord. I don't know where I was at all before I started falling off. So you oh no, you're just you're, you're, you're just talking about how uh, people come in, they plug it, and they don't want to be part of the community that we're building. Right? Yeah, they they're just plugging their thing and not being active in the community versus being active and saying, hey, you know, this is what I got going on. Check it out. Like yeah, it's, it's I'm all for you know helping somebody. You know, just promoting anybody that's part of the community but like if they're just just promoting themselves and that's it and that's you know that's kind of obviously bullcrap yeah and i think and i think as a community um we've i think i think (laughs) i think from the get-go i've made it very clear i am completely okay with anyone taking a direction that they're excited about i don't i I i can honestly say when i started this community I had no idea we would have a furry contingent, you know, you know, led up by a super awesome, you know, mod that literally came out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah. Senna. Yeah, that was just out of nowhere. Hello. <laughs> the the furry I, I speak of, but yeah, I mean, I can I can honestly say like when a uh, couple of people I invited to be mods and uh, the mods have definitely become like a little family. Uh, that I talk to more than my family, yeah. honestly. <laughs> that was same. I I feel loved. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean it's it, it's a fact, you know, and it's kind of like it's kind of what they say, you know, family are, you know, the ones you choose. They're not the ones you know just share blood with you, you know. And, and I think and I think that's true though about anything. And I think that's part of like 
the groups that you make the group the group and the feeling that we have in our little we are nerd mods is the group feeling i want for everyone to have in we are nerds and and that's right. i mean and that's a huge i mean i don't i don't i don't take it lightly when i say that because that's a huge undertaking and i don't ever imagine i'll be able to do that myself and make everyone feel exactly as included as i feel and others uh, you know how they act in our little mod but i i can see it already there's a few people I know who have you know potted up you know like two other people and they're doing something that when they met on here or whatever and I, I keep trying to get the the D and D thing going with a couple random people, um you know but it, it's mm-hmm. always hard with scheduling and stuff but like I think Among Us was one right. of the first things that brought us all together and made it like super fun like it was always fun before then but like Among Us just kind of like put it over the top it was like hey this is something we can do. We kind of hang out with, and now I know a couple of people have played like Cards Against Humanity, Senna. I think uh, was a Phasmophobia. Yeah, that you played with a couple other people. I thought it was Skittles the other day. Yeah, I mean, yeah, just like you know, people now that are you know organizing groups, and you know, it's it's just always fun to watch something start from nothing, and uh, even though like even I don't know. It, it's kind of weird because I'm so proud of where we're at already personally because I'm like it's my like my little baby and getting to like 18,000 people on the page and like you know almost 5,000 in the groups is just like I never thought it would be that big you know in a hundred followers on YouTube to me is like you know huge like like it makes me super yeah. proud to be able to say that you know but even then it's like oh my god there's so much more we could do and literally the only limiting factor I have is time yeah yeah that's goes for everything in life really yeah it's been really cool seeing how things have grown from you know like the first day legit i think it was like me you and grant yeah and literally nobody yeah and it's grown into this like it's it's pretty cool yeah and i agree with among us too like the mods and everything we were all like really close but that's like brought i think the mods and some of the members together closer Mm -hmm. like like we're all the same you know like we're all just playing a game together it's not like you know like i'm in some facebook groups and it's like the mods and admins are like gods you know like yeah they control everything <laughs> like i'm just gonna go ahead and you know bail out of this one but it's like here it's not, it's not like that i mean we're just here to kind of make sure some you know trolls don't hop in there and start posting some crazy shit you know but yeah yeah i think you know among us has definitely brought it's kind of funny. It's a game about like, backstabbing like and, <laughs> and, and, and you know lying. You know, like it's a game that, that really tears people apart. But it has brought us together. It's, it's pretty cool. Yeah. No. Exactly. I think. I think that's. I it's, think... It's, it's ironic. You know, the the game that you know brings us together. <laughs> and, and you know, you, you know, and I would actually like to touch uh, touch on that. I, I think it, you know. And watching watching not only us play Among Us, but you know, of course, like YouTube and stuff. And I think nerds in general mm-hmm. that are getting to Among Us is kind of the first time where they're okay, like they feel like it's okay to show emotion, like it's okay to be mad at somebody or distrust somebody or to really use their communication to say what yeah. they think and be wrong and and be shown to be wrong immediately. Or to be, you know, it's like so many emotions and it's like the first place where you can do that in an environment right. where you know at the end of it, you're all going to be happy and, 
you know, we're gonna hop back up in the lobby and it's gonna start all over, right? Yeah, like, you can play out all these different emotions, you know, in a game and, versus know, real life. Exactly, it's, it's a good outlet for that stuff, you know. Like, yeah. I'm not gonna lie to somebody about some shit, but if I'm the imposter, absolutely, I'm gonna lie. Exactly. I'm, I'm gonna try and be the best liar ever. One hundred, you know? like, and that's not me, but. I can play that character in this game. It's kind of cool. And then the next game, you're you're not that person. You know, it's really cool. And you, you know the cool thing? You know what? You know what I just now kind of thought, and I kind of put two and two together. Among Us, it's kind of like what the what D and D was back in the day. D and D was the first time where nerds got together and were able to express emotions through an avatar that wasn't them, so they weren't scared to. And now in Among Us, right. they can do the same thing. And that's also like in their persona. It's you know they're expressing themselves through someone that isn't them. Oh, you know, yeah, that's yeah, crazy. I agree. Yeah, exactly. You you have a literal different persona. You know, like yeah, that's yeah. You it's like your avatar that you are literally inside of, wow. and you could be someone or something else. Yeah. You know, Senna, that just clicked with me actually. Just speaking that and like you know me figuring that out between like you know uh, Among Us and that and you saying that about your persona. That actually just like clicks with me now. That makes complete sense to me. I mean, with my persona, I, you know, I originally pictured him as someone that I wanted to be, and through being him everywhere online, it sort of come off onto the real me. Right. Where I'm willing to be where I want to be as a person. Right, and I actually, you know, and now that you now that you talk about that, and I've kind of put like one to one together, uh, it it makes sense because even myself, like when I was play D anD D, of course, I, I I DM'd a lot, but I was always a paladin, a lawful good paladin. And playing that character, I actually feel that to this day. Like even it, it's hard for me to do things that aren't lawful. I don't like I don't like lying. I don't like cheating. I don't like any of that. It's crazy that. You know, just you, like, having this conversation, I'm so happy. I know this conversation, we kind of steer away from, like, what is a nerd and why does it matter? But I think it actually got into really deep. Actually, maybe we hit the subject right on the head. I just I didn't think realize it. I think that's touching on the why does it matter, though. Yeah, I mean, exactly. You know, that's, that's what I'm saying. That's part of why it does matter because you, yeah, I think that's no, falls that, into that. You, I think you said it perfectly. Like As I was saying that statement, I was like, well, actually, maybe we did hit it right on the head. Like, Understanding right. another nerdum, like being a furry, is something I I never imagined a year ago to this date would be anything that I would even think about. But now being able to relate that and like just literally the past couple of minutes be like, Senna, I understand you more now than I did like you know when we started this conversation thirty minutes ago. If he's still there, I scared him away. I'm I'm still here. I'm just listening. Yeah. He's cuddled, he's, in, he's in his den cuddling up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I think yeah, I think it's crazy, and like it, it, it's crazy that you say that people trolls they jump into your channel uh, that you're a member of and they hate on it. I, I think what it is though, and I, I think this is always going to be true. People hate on or are scared of what they don't understand, and I believe as yeah. as most I think most nerds though don't fall into that i think that's one of the good qualities of a nerd actually is that we're more curious than we are scared of the unknown we're like hey what is that right. i want to learn about that right so, yeah I, yeah i agree too and i think they kind of understand you know like like 
you may not be into the same nerdum or whatever, but you get, you know, why somebody else would be into something. You're into something too. And you're cool. With, you know, you may not be into it, but you get why, you know, why they're into something because you feel that same uh, almost obsession about something else. Right. So you understand that we, we may not be in the same thing, but we're into the different things in the same way. Yeah. Like, if that makes any sense. No, that makes complete sense, actually. And that's, and and like I said earlier, that's kind of like something I felt, but I couldn't really put into words or like hit on when I was like, hey, you know, and I, I think it was kind of, I think it was Cinna, actually, again, that kind of led the charge on that, who was like, hey, do you have like a, like a place for like furry nerds? I was like, you know what? Let's go ahead and make a page for that. I was like, hey, you know what? I, yeah. I, I would do a page for whatever the any mod who wants to do something that they kind of want to lay claim, like, hey, this is my nerdum. Go ahead and do it, and we did. And you know, and for the most part, I think you know, other than the gaming nerds, I think furry nerds was the third, the second one, other than gaming. I could be wrong. I think I, it was gaming and furry. Yeah. Yeah, and I think I think they've all worked out well. I mean, some are, and see, I think some are obviously growing slower than others because I think some mm-hmm. things, so, you know, one, I think furries in general, there's a much much lower population of furries than gamers, just in general, because you know, furries right. can be right. gamers as well. And I and I think another reason, like auto nerds, you would think might be a little bigger, but I don't think it is because I think a lot of people in general they don't think about nerds being into cars and stuff like that they're like it's kind of like right. a, it's kind of like right. a dissonance exactly. you know they're like oh hey right yeah cars are a masculine thing and being a nerd is is not i wouldn't say feminine but it's not no i think strong like yeah i mean you call a car you call, cars are girls you know like i don't know yeah but it, it it's not something that you know you're you're a a gearhead or a you know, a grease monkey or something, you know, like yeah. you're not a nerd, but the, the car culture is definitely different than a lot of, you know, nerd, you know, things that nerds would be into. Oh, no, exactly. And I, yeah. I, I think yeah. people who are into cars and trucks and stuff are just by definition that we said earlier, people who are really, you know, just passionate about something and they don't care what other people think. I just, I think by definition, they're nerds, right. but by general uh, perception, they're a little different. Yeah, because I, I right. don't think yeah, like, like an auto nerd isn't going to be a car enthusiast. It's not going to be a guy who's building a car in his garage. Is an auto nerd is the engineer that yes. made the car. You yeah, know? like that's you know they would consider themselves an auto nerd because they are fully into cars. You know, there might be a guy, he's got a '66 Chevelle, you know, '396, but he's you know he's into muscle cars, but he's not into all cars. So he doesn't really care about all the other cars. It's like yeah. you're into, you know, Star Wars, but you're not into every sci-fi movie. You know? Exactly. But, like I don't, yeah, I just don't think a lot of car guys would consider themselves a nerd. Yeah, exactly. Like I, I just yeah. think from the get-go, and I, I think it's okay. And you know, I know there, it might get some, you know, people who disagree pretty strongly, but I think it's okay saying that being a nerd is feminine. For the simple fact that of how we always think of things, we we as people, I don't think it's feminine, really. Like I just, I don't know. Like I really don't know how to put it. Like it's yeah. just not. It's just not masculine. You know. You know whatever. But you know. Yeah, but like I mean, like I don't want to say 
getting into cars is masculine because there's plenty. It's like saying gaming is 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 for boys. You know, that's not true. Exactly. Like, it, it just not considered. It's not considered like nerdy. Like I don't know. You know, rockets are nerdy. Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> no, no. It, but, you it, know, like, like somebody could be a space nerd. You <laughs> might even like. I don't know. Like I just. I don't think that people that they're into cars, racing, just automotive stuff would consider. I mean, I'm a nerd. I'm into cars, but I'm into other things that are. You know, and I think a lot of people consider nerdy, but I just don't. Exactly. I don't think people consider cars nerdy. Like if somebody's in, like if somebody's into space, you know, Star Wars again. Like that guy's a nerd, you know. Like. <laughs> But like this dude is into cars, you, you know, you didn't watch Fast and the Furious and think Paul Walker's a car nerd. You <laughs> right, know what I'm right. Like, no, 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 no. Not yep. a car, he's not a nerd. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I, don't, I guess that's the best way for me to put it. It's like you don't see a car guy and think nerd. Instantly, you see somebody exactly. playing chess, you think nerd. And, you see, and, and maybe that's, yeah. And the crazy thing is, is I would like to point out that there's a lot of people who you like, even a lot of like meatheads that go and lift weights and stuff, a lot of them are huge gamer nerds or they're huge whatever nerds right. on the side. Like, I, I know in high school, you know, just because I, I kind of brought the same mentality to the chess club, we had over, we had over 100 members at some points, uh, depending on what right. sport was in. We had football players, of course, I was one, you know, and then we had <laughs> soccer players, you know, depending on what season was in or what season you know, wasn't playing. We had people that would play like we 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 had a I wonder if you'll ever listen to this but Dakota Simpkins uh, is a huge massive dude who is our linebacker just like everyone you'd look at him and be like dude that dude is the alpha anywhere he goes you know <laughs> you right. know he just had that look yeah, and, but dude he and, would come and play and chess know, and he was the coolest yeah. motherfucker ever yeah but you didn't look at that guy and think he's a football nerd exactly you know what I'm saying? Exactly. kind of like the same thing with cars you know like somebody's not not a football you know like uh, just sports like somebody you wouldn't say the dude's a baseball nerd but if he's like a statistician or whatever knows yeah. all the statistics you know he could tell you who hit an rbi in dude, game four what, of the one day 62 example world fantasy football that dude's a nerd you know fantasy football all yeah. football nerds you could look at the guitarist at Kerry king and not like he looks like someone you'd find in a bar that would just Beat the crap out of you. You wouldn't be able to pick up a guitar and, you know, play something like Raining Blood. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure about that reference, but I'm sure it's accurate. <laughs> like, you no wouldn't idea, expect man. him to be one of the best guitarists ever. Jimmy Who was that? Kerry King. Oh, uh, yeah, I don't know who that is. <laughs> sorry, you said best guitarist ever. I was like, Jimi Hendrix? Oh, I'm sorry. You said Steve Vai wrong. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. You said Herman Lee wrong. Yeah. Or Lucas Mann. Now we're just going to music nerd out. Right. I, I, I think... Name, name, name a guitarist, Uber. I don't know. I'm see, not no, see, here we, see, here we... Here, here's an example of, you know, like... We nerded out on something, and then I was like, "Shit on her, not shit on her, but like, hey, you say somebody yeah. who's a nerd, you know?" Like, and then she's like, "I have no idea." Yeah, you mentioned anime. I got Akira, and then I'm, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> you know, which, by the way, is the best anime in the world, what? but ever in the history of ever. But yeah, what did you, you talk about? Totally you, you talking about Samurai Champloo? No, 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 Akira. 
Yeah. <laughs> oh man, dude, I, 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 Samurai Shampoo dude has a special special part in my heart. <laughs> I tried to watch it. Actually, that came out. I, I want to say it came out when I was in high school when I started to watch, and I just couldn't get. Okay, because like the first anime I watched was Akira, and I was like, holy shit! And then everything after that was just like, ah. You know, this is just like a cartoon. You know, like this is like a kids show. So like it does. It was so hard for me to get back into it. Like I've gotten into it, watching it with Uber. Like it's, it's some really cool shit. But yeah, like it was hard for me. To, like in my opinion, yeah. I started with the best, and it was hard <laughs> to watch anything else because all I did was compare it to that. Yeah, and like it's okay, but. That's kind of how I felt about Samurai Champloo. It was like, other other than your classics like Dragon Ball Z and I watched Trigon mm-hmm. and, um, you know, things like that that came on like uh, Cartoon Network, uh, Tsunami or whatever. Uh, but I think I, <laughs> yeah. I think Samurai Champloo was the first anime that I was introduced to outside of that. So to me, that's what I call like yeah. my, my base anime. So everything beyond that yeah. was always compared to it. And to me, it was the thing that said, hey, Anime is fucking awesome. <laughs> right. Yeah. No, and it, it really is. Like, I'm actually really glad I kind of got back into it. Um, but it was just really hard watching something else. Like, when I said, in my opinion, I watched oh, yeah. the best there ever could possibly. But I think it was, too, because I, I was a lot younger when I watched it. Yeah. So it was, like, something I've never watched before. And anything that's pretty much, like, on TV, they, they can't show that on TV. <laughs> So that, there's no possible way they could even get that good. Like right. But dude, yeah, shit on TV though. My uh my, my before Samurai Shampoo, my like epitome of what um the best anime was was um Cowboy Bebop and Hironi Kenshin. Yeah, Kenshin. Cowboy Bebop was fire, dude. Like like that was the last thing I watched after Akira that I was like, okay, and then I, anything after that, like Dragon Ball or some shit, I'm like, man, this is like yeah. Six-year-old kids are watching this shit eat cereal. Yeah, like, before I'm... that, Gundam was me all the way. It went Gundam, then Trigun, yeah. Hironi Kenshin, Samurai Shampoo, and then I guess my... It's like different styles. I think I think nerds... I think yeah. people who are making these things are like true nerds because they, they pull a lot and they kind of... They have the same like artistic style. And of course, I'm, I'm not big into art as well. It's kind of like my thing with music. Oh, I love it. But yeah. I, I, when I see it, I know it. I know if I like it or I don't, you know. And then one of the right. styles is kind of like that Full Metal Alchemist was the only one after Samurai Champloo, but mainly because it felt different. It wasn't like the same genre of anime. It felt, it, right. it felt a little more like almost like a step back, like closer towards Dragon Ball Z style, but with a story like with a cool badass story, kind of like. Uh, Trigun or Cowboy Bebop, you know, kind of, kind of out there, but you know, it was it. it yeah. So like, Full Metal Alchemist was the next one I really liked, and then Attack on Titans, dude. I, I need to finish it. Yeah, I, yeah Attack on Titan is fire, dude. Yeah, like, it's good. I I like the more adult stuff. Like I just, you know, the Dragon Ball Z to me, you know, like I said, Saturday morning. Yeah, you're, eating you're, your cereal, you know, right. cartoon type shit. Like this, I'm not really into that. You know, like it's cool. The, the fight scenes are dope, but yeah, I like the going out, honey. You know, I just I like the graphic stuff. Your mic's going out again, honey. Just so you know. One, but yeah, one was, the anime that really got me into anime was One Punch Man. Which, really? 
One Punch Man is one of my favorites. It's it's alright. Nowadays, it's like, oh, you started with One Punch Man? How original. <laughs> is One Punch Man that big? It seems to be. But, yeah. I, over, I think the summer, over the last summer, during lockdown, I just binged anime after anime. And that was the most anime I've ever watched at once. Like, I would watch an entire series in one day. That's what that's what we should do for uh, a podcast is like what what um what uh show or anime do we think had like the biggest effect on nerd culture and yeah. debate and like kind of debate that like what show what anime uh, what movie dude that's a that's a Kira bro hands down <laughs> dude <laughs> we don't need to go uh, right now because that's, that's one for another day but it's fucking Akira. sorry yeah. for the language no you're, you're good. I, I, and, definitely okay, so, so, okay, so this is what, like, this is, okay, this is kind of cool. Like, for me and my generation at my time, like, it wouldn't be that for you because it wasn't out when you were, exactly. you know, younger. When I was younger, that was the shit. Yep. And the next generation, it's not going to be the shit to them. You know, to your parents, Pink Floyd is fucking top dog. But to you, <laughs> you know, some kid, you're like, Who? you know, like, Billy, I... You know, like, that's what's up. You know, right. so, like, it, it changes. Like, there is no concrete answer for that. It changes depending on the person and the generation. Yeah. And, you know, and I, I think and I think you bring up a very good point, and um, this is probably one of the last points I want to hit on because I don't want this to be, like, a two-hour podcast. But I, yeah, I, I, think, I think what it is is accepting something that is new without shitting on it is the hardest thing for a lot yeah. of people to do. As nerds, as and I think, I think age is a is a big factor. Everyone thinks that yeah. the generation was the best, or that the new generations get soft. And knowing, and knowing, yeah. even knowing this, and actively trying to not be part of that cycle. Like for example, I'm mm-hmm. probably one of the few thirty somethings that have actively tried to keep up with TikTok and actively try to keep up with other things like that are coming out. You know that people are talking about and trends, and trying not to. Uh, compare them all the time to what I know. Yeah. And I try to just be like, hey, right. do I like this or do I not? And then I ask myself, right. why or why not? And I think, I think, yeah. I think if more people took that to nerdums that they're not part of, well, actually, let me let me put this as broader before not just nerds but everybody that they took this view on fandoms, nerds, yeah, on fandoms, yeah, or just uh, groups of people in general. Nerdums, Politi- I think nerdums politics, and fandoms become synonymous now. Oh yeah, no, yeah, exactly. And you know, I, I'm trying to make it that way at least, <laughs> but. That that I think that's true. Like I said, I think definitely right now in the environment we're in, politics would be a good person. You know, not a good person, but a good one to look at that too. Be like, hey, why do they like their viewpoint? Why do they believe that? Then you break it down to right. the, the person. You know, the, the the culture that they were brought up in. Like Uber, mm-hmm. Uber yeah. when she becomes our age is going to think something completely different. Cause we're only able to see things through the lens that our life has given us. How the glasses that right. we see through are made through our experiences throughout life. If you had a bad experience with A, B, or C, you're not going to like things that generally push that, right? If and, and I, think, right. I think that's true with you know as as a nerd, we latch onto something that made us feel great when we were 
younger. Like, for me, especially, like, Gundams was the one of the first ones. Pokemon was one of the first ones. And now, when I see those, dude, it's nostalgic. Even, like, TV shows like Malcolm in the Middle and Smallville. Dude, when I watch those, and, I, and I'm binge-watching uh, Stargate SG-1 again, because when I watch it, it just makes, me, it just makes me feel good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like that's the peanut butter and jelly of TV shows, you know. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think people yeah, had good. It's like, it's like soul food or something. Yeah, yeah, or like Simpsons. I think for a lot of people like my age, Simpsons, you watched with your dad, yeah. and it was kind of racy. But then it was nothing compared to like South Park. It was nothing compared to like Brickleberry. It was nothing compared to no, what, yeah. what now. <laughs> but you know, you look at it right. like I watch. I dude, I watched the new episode of The Simpsons. I'm like. And people didn't want their children watching this. Like, I would love for right. know, my daughter to come up watching this. <laughs> oh, like, uh, yeah, I think, like, things have gotten progressively, like, more. Uh, what the hell's the word I'm looking for? It's hard to not define. dirty, but you know, like, the yeah, more moves. vulgar. Like, like, Slowly. like vulgarity becoming more acceptable in society. Like, my grandma, if she watched, God rest her soul, if she was watching, you know, like, uh, Family Guy or something, she would fucking have a heart attack. Right. She'd be like, what is this shit? But my parents watch it, and they're like, it's not even on, you know? Like, I don't know what that says about people, but it's definitely gotten more acceptable to say or do, Well, you, you know, know, I guess it would be traditionally vulgar things, you know, back in the day. Yeah, but, but let's, let's cut into that just a little bit. So I actually think that's yeah. a, it's a double-edged sword. I think I think you're right that things are getting more vulgar, and maybe that's not the best or whatever, depending on who you ask. But at the same time, since we're becoming more accepting, we've also become more accepting of people and who they are and who they truly are. I think we just become more accepting yeah. in general, which includes vulgarity and these scenes on TV that never would have been there, violence and gore. But at the same time, as a people, exactly. we've become yeah. more accepting of other people the lgbt community uh, we've become way more accepting you know as a as a culture like i think as a race you know the racism we've become a lot more accepting in general i mean not saying we're perfect in all these aspects but i can say on the the same scale as we become more accepting of everything it's good and bad i think yeah and i think i think we're getting closer to what's real world you know like 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 People, you know, what is considered vulgar is just what you're taught to think isn't right, but right. that's not the way it fucking is. You know, like you're taught two dudes kissing is wrong back in the day. Like that wouldn't be on TV. It right. happens. It's real life. It's not wrong. And you see it on TV now. We're getting closer to what is like actual real life. Now they're not going to show somebody getting hit by a train on TV. Not today. But maybe in the future they will show that. You know, like that's what is real. That's what it seems like we're getting closer. Back in the day, leave it to Beaver. You know, you don't. It's not that. That's not real right. life. Yeah, I've heard the Andy Griffith show. Paul, I'm going that's down bullshit. fishing. That's, that's, that's the bullshit world that that people wanted. That just isn't right. going to happen. But now we're 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 you know shifting more towards the real world, way things really are. Life is you know not roses and sunshine and rainbows again now, not, that's now, not what it is yeah let me it's bring a this lot back of a little bit shit. let me bring this yeah. back a little bit so i think and again you know I, i'm always biased towards the nerds but i actually think it has a lot mm-hmm. to do with nerds becoming of age the, the nerds who grew up when mm-hmm. we were younger playing dungeons and dragons and our computers and stuff and they're actually getting to positions yeah. of power 
they're okay with reality. I think as nerds, we're more accepting yeah. with things. And as uh, people of our culture, as nerds get into places of power, they're like, hey, we want to show the real world. We want to show this. No, it's okay to show a nipple here or there. It's not going to, like, we know it's not going to, if I see a nipple, I'm not going to go crazy uh, all of a sudden, like, father I, 20 I children. I don't get what the big deal is about I don't get the big deal about nipples, dude. It's a nipple. yeah. You're like you know, it's but see, of course, like, you're, you're uh, a nerd. You would think that, and I and I think I think you know. I, I think people that aren't necessarily nerds would agree with that too. You know, if I go to Europe or something, they're just walking around titties hanging out on the beach, and it's not a big deal, you know. Like yeah, but maybe here in America, yeah, but, but you, you know, elsewhere in the world, I don't think that's a you know, an, when a uh, nerd is like more enlightened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, my my thing is, I think the nerd is more. Um, Back in the day, 60s, 70s, I would say, and like I said, obviously I wasn't alive, so this is just speculation. But people were more curious. Back in the day, we saw a Yeah, they were more curious, and they were the ones that like uh, mm-hmm. got those nudie mags from Europe, or like, hey, this is what they do in Europe. <laughs> right. just, you don't understand, and they're kind of snooty, like, hey, I'm, I'm more cultured and world worldly than you. And I think that that slowly, right. as they got older, and you know, those people are the ones who were in charge, are like. Hey, this is okay. No, go ahead. You know what? Let's go ahead and do the first interracial kiss on Star Trek. Yeah, you know, yeah. Let's yeah. go ahead and do that. <laughs> because we right. don't we don't care you know, I think I think as a culture we care less Wait, of... was that Go ahead. Was that an interracial kiss? Or yeah, oh, was that Ohura, like a Ohura kiss uh... interspecies. No. Oh she Ohura. Okay, she was a human. Yeah, yeah she was, yeah, she yeah, was a black yeah, comms okay. officer. Yep. And yeah. the first interracial yeah. kiss on American TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. I didn't know if it was a whore or who it was. I thought maybe it was some rando chick oh, that was actually you know, you know, white. It, okay. it, I don't think it would be the first interracial or interspecies. I think when the when the Earth stood still, uh, they had the kiss on the robot or something. But anyway, but definitely yeah. the first interracial on American TV. Uh, or is yeah, good, okay. at I'm least right credited that. Cool shit, yeah. yeah, yeah, it's a random, yeah. random another nerd fact. <laughs> but like, yeah, yeah, dude, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put that one in my pocket and save it for later because I didn't know that one. Yeah, so. and but see, and that's my point is as nerds though, yeah. and it's funny, and 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 it wasn't as such a huge outcry because of the people who watched Star Trek. Those people watching Star Trek didn't care who he kissed, if if she was green, if she was black, no. if she had antennas. You right. Know? And, well, uh, yeah, because they're they're more, they've got a broader view than just where they are. Exactly. Star Trek like opens their view to you know an entire yep. ass universe, whereas and you know someone that's not into that would it just sees the little bit of they don't have a perspective, they don't have a wide right. view of you know the actual world. Whereas yep. Star Trek, you see a larger view of things yeah and it's you she's just a person they're human like when you see humans and there's other species involved you're like you're like she's that's not nothing. black he's not white exactly they're both human. human that's all you know like it's not even a big deal that they kiss. it's a big deal they kiss because you were wondering who was going to get you know together because you want you know someone someone else to get together whatever yeah. but it's not a big deal because some black chick now other people who watch it who aren't really into, into it, it probably flip people people flip their shit over that i'm sure oh yeah oh yeah no yeah most definitely they did. like a black person and a white person kisses it's, it's not it's not a big deal it's two people kissing on tv yeah exactly like and i think i think that has a lot to do. Is, yeah 
I think that has a lot to do with like the nerd mentality actually is that we you know people watching that were more interested in the story they're like okay right. whatever you know and I think and personally I just think as that slowly as as nerd culture was slowly absorbed their same mentality was absorbed you know as hey we don't really care we know what's important with a story you know we we know it kind of looks weird or whatever and that's another thing we should get into is weird things like that for example nerds are accepting a lot of things until you try to force things down our throat like the whole the female scene in avengers or whatever where they did the whole like all the females got together for no reason and everyone's like why did you do that you know that made no sense within the story in the movie itself but then you get right. you get something super similar like in the boys when the three females get together and they kick ass and they're like hell yeah, yeah that made because it made sense in the story they're like they're like yeah but like in the avengers it was, it was just like hey we need to put this in there because the current political you know climates or what you know whatever right. their, what their See- thought was to me, it was like I didn't have a problem that there was a bunch of chicks together. It's not. It's not the problem that were that it was girls and exactly. they had their little scene or whatever. To me, it was like the problem was it was almost like I don't even I don't know if there's a word for it, but like you know, like black exploitation back you know in the seventies or whatever. They're making kung fu black movies just because black people are going to watch it. It was like it was like they it was like fem exploitation or pandering, pandering is these the word you're looking, you're looking to for. get females. Yeah. Like they were pandering towards the female audience. It wasn't like that. They, that there was girls doing it. I don't care, but it was like the, the, the purpose behind it was like, right. They're, they're trying to bring more people into, they're, they're, they're trying to appeal to the female audience. And it wasn't, it didn't seem genuine to me. That was my problem with it. Genuine. It, it was girls. That's but, the word. Yeah. It was genuine. just, it was ingenuine and it wasn't. Yeah. And I think, but anyways, I don't know. derail yeah. things again. No, no, exactly. And but I think that's I think that's a huge point. I think as a nerd, it matters. The reason it matters is because of what the mentality as a nerd that we generally have as a nerd, what we generally right. think and look for things. Like we are okay with yeah, anything because but... we have perspective. But right. when you try to force it like that, and you know, there was tons of articles yeah. that I read about like. Are 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 Marvel fans um, uh, sexist because they didn't enjoy this and they're complaining about it? No. But but then but then you have something like The Boys, which is, I mean, it's just as awesome, if not better, than Marvel in my opinion. And then you have a, a scene where there's four females, three fighting one, and everyone's saying how it's one of the right. best scenes ever. In in yeah, I mean, and that's crazy. And people are like, "Oh, you know, uh, females bring it back." And it's like, no, the fem- it wasn't because they were females. It's because it was a good scene. It made sense in the story. Scene, right. It was is actually a genuine, a genuine continuation of the storyline. Unlike people right. like in the Avengers, who were like, "Okay, well, we just need to have all the females together because you know what? They're females. You know that right. made it's no the- sense." Yeah, to me, it's not like the what. It's not that they had females. It's the why. Why, why did they do that? Exactly. Why? And, that, and that, no, that that goes for a lot of things, almost everything. Like, I don't care what you did. Why did you? That's the why is, is the big thing for exactly. me. Exactly. And, now, and actually, that's a good segue to bring us to the close is why. Why does it matter we are nerds? You know, we, you know what is a nerd? We, we say a nerd is someone who's passionate about their subject of interest and they're not afraid to show it they're very inter- interested you know um intellectually they're okay with teaching others inviting people and why does that matter is because as as we know these nerds and their nerdums 
that we actually know what a majority of people think. I mean, there's a reason that being a nerd is becoming accepted because people see that state of mind that we, I think as in generally that the majority of us are in, which I believe is, is kind of a space of acceptance and understanding it's like, okay, we can, we can see problems. We can see different situations we can think about it, you know, objectively be like, okay, I see why you like that. It might not be for me, but hey, let's debate about it because I'm down with that. But I'm, I'm okay with hearing the other side. I'm okay with, you know, whatever you're into. Senna, Senna likes, uh, he has his persona and taught me so much about it, even in this podcast. I mean, people who are car guys teach me so many things about cars. And I think actually people are slowly starting to, uh, you know, th- what they admire about the nerd isn't just that they're intelligent or that they seem intelligent, but they're slowly learning that what makes a nerd is their acceptance, their ability uh-huh. to learn, and their ability to be proud of what they are and who they are and what they like. Right. And I, you know, I think that I think in this podcast we definitely got a we had a lot of a lot of cool uh, little segues. I, I really enjoyed. And uh, as for the first uh, for the first little go around, I think this was awesome. I know. Uh, oh, we nailed it, man! Yeah, yeah. definitely try ten to... million subs next Friday. <laughs> ten million. I, I definitely, I definitely think as we refine it and stuff. I know. Um, I felt like maybe uh, we kind of took over a little bit at some points and stuff. Um, but it was good to have everybody here. Senna, you have any closing uh, thoughts or things you want to say? Anything you want to plug? Follow me on Twitter at PanFoxOboy. <laughs> All right, you heard it there, Honey Dick. All right, go to the We Are Nerds community page uh, group. Check it out. You can find Honey Dick on there somewhere. And also <laughs> tomorrow, this is very important. This is most if if you if you take one thing from this entire podcast, tomorrow is Betty White's 99th birthday. All right, celebrate. I don't care how will you do it. Just the smallest thing, just celebrate somehow for Betty White. And that's January seventeenth for those who I don't know are gonna when they're gonna hear this. And uh Uber, you got anything you wanna say? Um nothing really, just stay safe, stay nerdy. <laughs> there you go. And uh guys like We are many for everybody We are who... community. <laughs> exactly. We are nerds. For, for everybody that uh, listened through this, I uh, hope you enjoyed it. This is uh, the first community podcast of We Are Nerds. Uh, joining us today, just in case you uh, missed it, was uh, Cinnamon DeFox, uh, Honey Dick, and Uber Blue Cat. And you can, yeah, find, yeah. you can find them respectively. I will link uh, down below, yeah. depending on where you see this, uh, their handles or anything. But I'd just like to appreciate any support that you've shown us, you know, uh, if it's just listening to this podcast, if it's joining the Facebook groups, please, I just want to, you know, make sure you feel empowered to be part of the group and be active. And, you know, it's a place for you to be a nerd. That's the whole point of the community. The whole point that I ever made uh, made the groups, made started all this, was to have a place where you could be yourself and not have to worry about it and find people like yourself. And don't forget that we also have the Discord. All those links you'll be able to find at the community. But just as always, guys, remember, we are many, we are community, we are nerds. We are nerds. Until we next, are nerds. Until next time, keep it nerdy. <laughs>